Hey, this is Rich Wilkerson. I'm the pastor of VU Church in Miami, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. So I serve in the Legends Room, which is our ages 5 through 11, and then uh, we also develop some curriculum. Um, we, I hang out with kids. I love doing it. Um, it honestly is the best part of my week, and um, that's me. I'm a Virgo. Um, I love long walks on the beach. I live in Miami, so that's definitely a possibility. Smoothies are delicious. Nah. Um, no, I really do love uh, the youth ministry, and I think that sowing into them is uh, one of the greatest joys of my life because um, uh, we were just talking about this in uh, session two of our Boo Kids conference about the foundation that, that we have established in our, in our lives and um, being able to help them establish what the foundation for them in their lives is is um, something that I think is absolutely amazing. Here you go. Oh, thanks. It's awesome. Thanks, Dante. I've also got Trevor Ritchie up here. Come on, can we give a round of applause for Trevor? Okay, I was just... I was just making sure my wife's in the front. And so <laughs> she said my name. I was looking for the one person who was going to cheer for me. But uh, um, my name's Trevor, like Blair said. And I am actually um, a full-time teacher along with my wife. And then we are also the iTech creative leads for kids. So we're at our location. Um, we kind of speak to the space, not only the curriculum, but really it's just like from start of service to end of service, we kind of speak into that area of creatively. My wife is a drama teacher, so she's all like always coming up with crazy ideas. Yeah. And she's like, we should do this. And she just speaks in a place of imagination. And then she looks at me and like, now make it happen. <laughs> and so together we are a great team um, yeah. and really, that's it. I mean, we, we are here to serve the next generation, but we really like to speak into the kids that it's not the next, it's the now. And, and their job is not to wait for a certain time, but I mean, anything biblically, we know that a lot of them were younger. And so we like to speak to them to the aspect of it starts now where you're sitting and we speak to that. And that's, that's really what we like to bring to our services is that um, this is not babysitting. This is something we're pouring into the next generation or the now generation. And we're making sure that we're carrying the culture that we have from the top all the way down to our babies. So yeah, that's great. I love that. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm grateful for the two of these. It's crazy because they are both servant leaders. They are not on staff, but they spend pretty much every day um, after their jobs, after taking care of their families, pouring into the VU kids, writing curriculum, doing different things. So it's really special um, to have you guys up here. And my name is Blair, and I... Um, thank you, lady. And I have the opportunity to be one of the VU Kids directors at VU Kids. Yeah. And you also see Brianna Graham's name on this. She is one of our VU Kids directors as well, but she just had a baby. Yeah. And so we are celebrating with her and also missing her in the, um, this breakout. But we're just excited to be with you guys um, today and to share a little bit about what we've learned. Really, we have different areas within VU Kids. And about a year ago, we kind of re- launched or revamped um, our different spaces. And we decided we're going to rename everything. We're going to redesign everything. We're going to, you know, add some fun um, logos, some cool pop signs, some different things. So our rooms now that we have are called Dreamers, Heroes, and Legends. And so our Dreamers are six months to two years old. And in that room, we focus on care. And then our Heroes, they're two to four-year-olds. And in that room, we focus on growth. 
And then in our legends, it is our five through 11-year-olds who are over there at kids' conference. Yeah. Really in that room, our word that we focus on is engaging, engaging with them, engaging with that the next generation, the now generation. And so we have those spaces as well as our VOO Buddies space, which is our um, special need inclusion ministry of VOO Kids, which we launched not too long ago. And we're really having fun getting to do that and seeing all the new families who are getting to be a part of church and getting to be a part of every Sunday because they have the opportunity to drop their kid off and for them to have a buddy. So it's been really special. And we've got registration teams, so many things. Um, but really, it's, it's cool because we actually have kind of um, this onboarding process for everyone to get on team. And so we printed out a little handout for you guys, um, just so you guys have a little information. And then at the end, we're going to do a Q&A and you guys are welcome to ask us any questions, but we kind of want to talk through it and just um, give you any information because this is a little bit of just some key phrases, but we wanted to elaborate it on a little bit. Um, so you're welcome to take notes, um, whatever you'd like. But with those teams, it's really cool because we have all those different spaces, but people obviously have to sign up to be a part of those spaces. And oftentimes in kids ministry, you're like, trying to get enough people because there always seems like there's a lot of kids and more kids every week. And you're like, where did these kids come from? So you're trying to get people on team. And so we thought it would be cool to share with you um, our onboarding process. And so really um, for our onboarding process, we've actually changed this um, really recently because we, um, we do growth track at Voo Church. So we um, have a four-week program um, and they go through four weeks to really um, learn more about VU, learn more about who they are, take personality tests, learn more about what God has called them to, to be and to where God has called them to serve. And so those are all the people who want to go from being a spectator to a participator at VU. And we also say that it is the front door of VU Church. So the way to get on team is only through the growth track at VU. So if anyone wants to be a part of VU Kids, they go through the growth track, which is really special because we already know, okay, you're, you committed to going to the growth track, so I think you're going to be committed to going to Voo, to coming to Voo Kids each week. So they go to the growth track, and we really get to meet them at the growth track. They come over to Voo Kids, have some fun. Dante and Trevor help lead those breakouts, and we get to be a part of just meeting them. And really, from that moment, we give them details on Voo Kids, um, just the basics. And then from there, um, you'll see that they get a background check and application the, that very day then they'll be able to fill that background check out. It's um, through their email, through what we call Church Community Builder. We use a CCB. We send that directly to them through their email to fill it out, fill out an application through Google Form, comes back to us. And then from there, there's an interview process. We interview them, and then they choose what area they'd like to serve before. Um, they, like, we give them the full breakdown, the full deal um, of all the areas so they know before they head in where they want to serve. And then on that first Sunday, once they're interviewed, scheduled, all that um, is done, they'll go into like a basic training that first week. So they spend that whole time in that area getting basic training from one of the leaders. And then um, from there, they begin serving and really getting advanced training. And after eight weeks, we do a check-in with them just to make sure, okay, how's it going? Are you, are you sure you're liking this room? Are you even sure that you're liking VOO Kids? Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, we, uh, we've found that this check-in has um, really been really, a really cool part of VOO Kids because we didn't do that. We actually added that maybe three months ago, this check-in process, not too long ago. Um, and so it's been really cool to see just um, people's 
response. They're like, oh, I'm committing to another season of this, or I'm, um, I, I think heroes might not be my space. Do you care if I check out Dreamers? And so um, it's been really um, a special part of just getting people on team. And the reason why we go through all that is because we want to make sure that our kids get the best, um, the best leaders. And so we take it really seriously that, um, that those people are committed. Um, and so that process, it might seem long, but you actually get to see who's committed to serving um, weekly, every other week, um, once a month, who are the, the who are going to be your committed leaders? And so you get to know up front, okay, they're committed to this because they're going through this process. Um, Dante, tell us a little bit about, like, you know, how, how you've seen that really impact our team, the onboarding process. Absolutely. So um, I think that if you don't follow up with people, you'll never know where they're at. Yeah. And um, being able to grow in numbers, great thing. Like, we always want to add the, to the number of our roster, but we also want to add to the depth of the relationship yeah. that we have with people. And this is just another practical way that we get to do that. Um, as we go into different rooms, people have different leaders, service leaders, um, team leads, and uh, different location leads. Like there's so many leaders, but um, we definitely want to make sure that the leaders are always engaged with everyone who's on their team, yeah. knowing what they're going through. Yeah. Um, not just like a crew thing. It's, it's yeah. really like, hey, you're on our team. Like we care about you. We're, we want to invest in you because we want to show you that you're, you're worth the investment and, yeah. and we want to continue to grow and develop people. Yeah. Um, so I think like adding that, that key aspect, although it may seem like something small, it's made a huge difference yeah. across the board for That's us. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then um, following onboarding process on your sheet, you'll, you'll see a team building structure. For us, this has been huge. It's been probably the number one thing that we built into our system um, of VU Kids probably about two years ago that has made all the difference in VU Kids because we're really a servant leader run organization. And so we have two people um, on staff in VU Kids and everyone else is servant leaders. So we decided, okay, um, Really, at the beginning of VU, we, um, Pastor Rich and Dontree's vision was that every team would have two team leaders. They wouldn't be staff people. They would be servant leaders that lead each team. And so, um, basically, they're held to higher standards because they're leading a team at VU. They do different um, things throughout the week um, to help lead that team, to communicate with that team, to have a relationship with those people. Um, but really, within VU Kids, we just used to have two team leaders because it was VU Kids. But about two years ago, we realized, like, no, there's so many different spaces within VU Kids. Like, we've got to really lay this out so that everyone can know who they're communicating with, who's their, if they're missing, if they're running late, who are they really talking with so that it's not all going to two people, that 200 people aren't repeat, reporting to two people, but there's a system and process with it. So for us, it's been really cool. We um, broke it, basically broke our team down, um, made sure that we're kind of in, there's a team within kids that's in an operations role, creative, production, and VU buddies. And those are central roles. And basically, they are all team leaders, um, which are servant leaders. So they're held to that central role. Um, really, they do a, a lot of things because they're overseeing both locations. Um, but they are really putting their all into those areas and making sure that those, both locations are good. But really, for them, um, those central leaders, right under them is both locations, but two leaders 
So one leader at our JDD location in the operations department and one leader um, at our iTech location in the operations department, meaning that they're only having to communicate down to two people. And then the communication, it's like a we have a flow chart and it just keeps going down to, okay, who are REAM leaders, service leaders, all of that. And so within the operations, creative production, Voo Buddies department, it basically goes from director to coordinator to central leads to location leads to... Um, creative legends lead, creative heroes lead, creative dreamers lead. Um, on the operations side, the same thing. And so that's how we would then communicate. And they would know, the team leaders would know exactly who they're communicating with. And also the servant leaders would know exactly who their leader is for that specific area. And then it helps a lot because that those people are overseeing maybe just 20 people. And they're um, really pouring into those people, meeting up with them weekly, um, pouring life into them, but also getting to serve with them and really get face-to-face -face interaction with them on Sundays, which has been really special for us. Um, Trevor, I don't know about you. You, you help lead the, the iTech creative, the whole creative thing at iTech. Tell us a little bit about how this structure has really helped food kids. So I, I think besides being extremely biblical of having leaders over tens, fifties, and hundreds, I just think that um, just having that structure be servant leader run, um, it, it helps catch the perspective of as we start to communicate down the tree, it's like, well, I, I'm, I'm in the same place that you're at, right? I have a full-time job and I'm serving. And so people can start to relate to that. So like when you're asking them for something, it's not that you're asking them out of, out of a place where like you don't understand. So it's easy for us to have those lines of communication open, but not only that, that those lines of, of keeping people accountable, yeah. right? Because it's really easy to find a back door with such a large team. Right. And you're like you're not only just trying to come to serve God, but you're also looking for the community. So like, yes, you go to crew, but you're on team to find the community. So it's the responsibility of the leaders as you. It's so important to have that flow chart set out. So I know who I'm responsible, not just talking to, communicating to, not just speaking life into, but who, who am I doing life with? And who is looking up at the, at the, the web and saying, who, who, who should I be looking to to speak into my life? Like when I come off the stage in our, in our legends room and, and I just did for the first time the offering, who am I seeking to get that advice from? Where am I getting my growth from? So I think when it's not a place of, of, like a maybe or or maybe that's the person and, and it's a thing that's spelled out it's very easy to make sure that nobody's missed like it's very easy in ministry for somebody to serve their heart out and think that they're not seen and then all of a sudden it goes from i'm serving every week to serving two weeks to i'm not serving and, and now I, I i don't have a place but if we have that system in in check i can say you want to know what not only am i yeah the flow may be there but you want to know what i feel a sense of responsibility to reach out to you and say hey man you haven't served in two weeks and it's not from a place of hey we need you over here it's you're getting better when you're with us. Like, not only is my team getting better, but I'm hoping that you're pulling something from a Sunday, right? Like, if I if serving with me is not making you better Monday through Saturday, then why are you doing it? Like, it's not just to, to hold a place. It's not babysitting. Or then it would be babysitting. If I needed you to stand in a corner of a room and watch four kids, and that's babysitting. But leadership, it's not just the development of the child, but it's the development of the leader. So as leaders, it's our responsibility to pour that leadership down the tree. Like, as I'm filling up and I'm pouring out, I better be hitting the people that are below me on the chart so that when they're getting filled up, maybe by my leadership or my or when I'm speaking into their life, are they going to be able to say, oh, wait, so since he's doing that in my life and I got some people that just 
joined my service. We want to know what maybe, maybe there's some life I can pour into them. And your team just continues to get stronger. So it's not a sense of, oh, you're on board. Okay, you're in that service. Well, we'll kind of kind of find somebody to know. It's like we're structured. Everything at VU is very intentional, right? Our culture is very, it's by design. And this is a very good aspect where we design this so that our culture flows from not just main service, but it's inside kids as well. Our, your Sunday should make you better every day of the week. And you should walk into your job and they should be like, man, like, what are you doing different? Well, yeah, I found a relationship with Jesus, but I'm also serving with people that speak life to me on a Sunday that I carry in on a Monday. And I think that comes from that structure yeah. and not leaving that up to happenstance. Like, oh, who's going to be the person who helps me out this week? Like, no, I know. When I started a year and a half ago, Dante was a dude that I was falling right behind. I was like, go ahead and drop some corn, boy, because I'm picking that up <laughs> real quick. Like, you got to have those people. And now I get the opportunity to sit beside him, which is just an honor because when I started, I was like, man, I want to be like him. And like year and a half later, I'm like, okay, we're getting stronger together now. And that's what this is all about. So great. great. It's awesome. I love that. Thanks, Trevor. I know. I know. Beautiful. And also we, we have another structure, really our process. Um, we do things at VU called seasons. And so our church runs in seasons. Uh, we have three seasons a year and really we I have three months on, one month off of really just a lot of our big events happen in those three months. One month off, not meaning of church or anything, but just one month off. We take a month off of VU Cruise in that month. We take a, um, a month off of VU Care of some of our different events. And we try not to have many um, large events within that month. And so during that month, all of our teams are evaluating. They're spending at pretty much um, each day, each week, meeting with their team to evaluate what's going on. So um, they would, for us, we would meet with our different team leaders. So we'd meet with our Legends operation team leaders, our Legends creative team leaders. We'd have another meeting for our heroes, um, creative team leaders. So there's many different meetings within that, but really in that month, that's where we get to sit down with everyone and really evaluate. We talk through um, the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, the threats. And so we can make sure that we're getting better and in, in hearing everyone's voices, that everyone knows that their voices are a part of that, that all the team leaders know that they're getting um, to pour into that space. And so those off-month meetings have been really huge for us. We get to talk through um, so many different things and really each season, it's cool because we look back at our notes we meet back up, we look back at our notes from the last season, and we're blown away by everything that we wrote in there, just be, that, that we've gotten behind it and that we've made those weaknesses, we've turned those weaknesses into strengths and those opportunities into strengths. So for us, those off-month meetings have been really huge. But really on here, we also talk about weekly preparation. Now, as I was talking about off-month meetings, we also do some SWATs. I Dante. love SWATs. Like, I remember the first time I heard the term SWAT, it was in, like, a marketing class in college, and I was like, what? The SWAT team's coming in? But really, it's, it truly, it's about uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so we do a SWAT literally every time we have an event, whether it's a Sunday service, whether it's a, a boot conference for kids, like, after every session, we, yeah. we break it down. We look and say, okay, what, what did we do that was successful? That's our strength, okay? Now, we move down the line, and we get everyone's, we get everyone's input on this. So, like, and for your first-time serving leader, you have just as much of a right to speak up in these meetings as the team lead does. Yeah. Uh, we want to know exactly what you thought, and, and it's in real time. So it's happening right after the event happened. That way you don't have any time to, like, forget, like, oh, man, I wish I would have... Yeah. 
you know, said this and it was two weeks later and it's like, ah, it's still a, a continuing process or, or an issue. Yeah. Um, so you have strengths, which are successes, weaknesses. Those are areas to, to take a look at, take a second look at and see like, okay, this is something that it, it, it could definitely get better. We got to figure out how it can yeah. get better, um, but we want to pay attention to it. It's not something that's like a weakness. It's like, oh man, like Trevor kicked Dante in the shin. Like yeah. never, you've never kicked me in the shin. I don't even know where I came from. But um, then you move on to opportunities and it's like, okay, like if I did this, we could get better at that. Yeah. Um, this is an opportunity for us to change something and see an immediate um, gratification yeah. or, or change or, or result or benefit. And um, I think that those are like, Typically, you want to have a lot of strengths and a lot of opportunity because the opportunities can all like very quickly turn into successes for the next yeah. week or they can turn into something and say, you know what? We tried it. Didn't work. And, you know, we, we, we could put that in our, in our rearview mirror. Um, and then threats. Threats are the things that need immediate attention. Yeah. Um, threats are the things like um, for us, like we have uh, we had an issue uh, at our iTech location where adults were using the same bathroom that that the kids were using between services and so we had to literally get more signage more signage get a get a venue control team member to make sure that we had that taken care of because we just don't want those things like those are real threats yeah. um and we just got to take care of those things immediately yeah. uh that's the difference between a threat and a weakness a weakness is something that you monitor over time you check it out yeah. but um with the swats again man doing them as often as possible like yeah. how often should you do them literally every time you have an event that way you can break it down and you're always getting better see excellence excellence is our spirit at boot church like that's one of our, our core values and and in order to be excellent you always have to be improving and in order to be improving you have to figure out how things aren't working because if everything's working all the time you just go with it and then if something breaks down you're just like well I don't know what to do now like it was working yesterday it's not working today but it's like okay if if it's if it's broken I can fix it how do I fix it and being proactive in that in that fixing process? Like that's what I love about SWATs. It's not the it's not the SWAT team. It's SWATs. It's great. It's SWATs. I love it. Yeah, SWATs are huge for us. We like Dante said, we really do gather at the end of every service with everyone who is serving and we talk through that. And really for us, those weaknesses become opportunities. And it's really cool to see just the process of it. But then also throughout the week, we have our base camp to do's, which um, really, like I said, it helps us a lot because we have those team leaders. So setting up what they're supposed to be doing throughout the week is huge because um, oftentimes they would just text and ask, okay, what, what, where do you need help? And so sometimes it takes away to like go, okay, let me let me run you through this process. Where do I need help this week? But actually having set weekly tasks for each person that's helping you every week helps you to, to just be able to, to, they already know. They know at the beginning of the week, this is what I'm doing. On Monday, I'm reaching out to the people who didn't show up. Hey, how are you? Um, making sure everything's okay. We saw that you didn't show up yesterday. On, on Tuesday, we're checking, making sure all the roles are done, making sure everyone's in the right place. On Wednesday, uh, I already know I'm sending the email. I already know I'm helping with that hero's email. It's going out on Thursday. I already know I'm confirming. So all these things that we realize if we just put it on a template and write it out and it's on Basecamp and they can just check it off, it makes all the difference because they know what, and really, um, like I said, they're all servant leaders, but they're so willing to help. And so if they just see, oh, there's just really there, there's two things that, that I'm growing in and getting better at and leading this team each week, then it, it helps them to know um, in advance what they're doing, but also not to feel overwhelmed. Like, oh, they have to help in different areas or learn something new each week. No, they're just growing in that area. And then as they grow in that area, they're, 
they're being replaced because they're raising up new leaders and they're going to a different level and they're um, going to a different space, maybe even becoming one of those central leads. And so it's really cool to see that. Um, but then um, with those weekly to-dos, we have a weekend meeting, yeah. which is epic. Um, we do weekend meetings for our staff at VU, but we also value VU kids so much that we do a weekend meeting where we go over all details. And Dante helps lead these weekend meetings at 3 p.m. on Wednesdays with our VU kids team, some of our VU turns, our college students, and really all of our teams welcome to it. Many of them have jobs, so they're not able to make it. But as a team, whoever's there, we walk through every detail of Sunday before we send out all of that information to teams. You want to tell us a little bit about I mean, those we, meetings? Uh, in Boo Church and Boo Kids and, and every team that we have, we don't practice on people, yeah. right? We always want to go into every space that we go and do anything very prepared. And uh, you have to dot your I's, cross your T's. And so that's what these, these weekend meetings are. We get together and like everything, like she was saying, on Basecamp has a task and it's assigned to someone. And it is even has like a notification for like their team leader, their service lead to get a notification once they check that task off. So that by the time we get to these Wednesday meetings, it's all like, okay, this is done. Like, this looks good. We need to do this. We need to add this. We need to omit that. Um, and it's really just making sure that everything in the content is ready to go for Sunday. Um, and if there are things, like we take mad notes. Everybody say notes. notes. Yeah, we take notes, right? So um, we have someone who's like in charge of taking the notes and then someone who's in charge of assigning additional tasks if there is anything that we've missed. And we go through every team that we have. So every room, uh, starting a registration, like that's the front door of our service. Like when parents come, when new families come, that's the first person that they see. And that, that person better be smiling big, right? Like if someone walks up and they got their kid and someone's just like, I'm having a bad day. It's like, why do you want your kid to come in here? Like, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we have people who are assigned to those roles who are high energy, upbeat, people who are always going to be just like informative, like, man, we're so happy that you brought your kid here. We're so happy yeah. that you decided to visit our church and are trusting us with your prized possession. Yeah. Um, and then we, we make sure everyone's scheduled. Everyone knows their different roles. We have like new family roles. We have people who have um, early registration role. Like we, we, do it all. Yeah. And then we in, in each room, um, so in the, the dreamers room, we make sure that we have servant leaders who are there, who are ready to pray over these kids. Uh, we go over what the curriculum is, because it's not just holding babies in, in the yeah. dreamers room. We're praying over these kids. We're getting them prepared for the next room that they're going to step into. And we need to make sure that um, just like we take main service serious, just like we take our legend service yeah. serious, we're taking that service just as serious. Yeah. And um, all of the details are worked out yeah. before we get into those rooms. Um, same thing with Heroes. Heroes has got like worship time, snack time. Are the snacks, have the snacks been ordered? Hard to have snack time if you ain't got no goldfish. <laughs> Hard to have snack time if you ain't got no animal crackers. It's like, hey, here's some water. Like, no. Like we want to make sure that everything's been ordered, everything's been assigned, each role for each person has been assigned, and, and they know what they're going to get in that Wednesday email. And then in Legends, oh, bro, it is a real-life service. Like everything we do in main service, worship, offering, generosity moment, um, the main message, like we need to make sure that everything's in there. So we have people who develop our curriculum, and we go in and we say, you know what? 
That's a good offering message. It doesn't really tie into this message, but we can use it later. We can change that. And in these Wednesday meetings, we make sure that everything is in line. Everything is, is exactly how it's supposed to be. And no detail is overlooked. Nothing yeah. is able to slip through the cracks, especially when you have team leads from every room, like no cell phones, no laptops. Everyone's focused on the same thing. Like, um, you can go fast if you go alone. You can go far if you go with friends. But like you can go fast and far if you go with everyone going in the same direction. And that's what we're doing in that room, making sure that everyone's in the same line, same vision, same direction. Great. Yeah. I think that that's really um, something that we really focus on in VU Kids is just making sure that those meetings are great and that we have full attention on um, those meetings. And we go over everything, like Dante said, PCOs, the outline, and all of it's really done in advance. But we just take one last look with all eyes on it to make sure that everyone's placed in the right roles and that um, everything's excellent for that Sunday. But then also after that, after we review it, we have Sunday emails that go out. And so meaning on Wednesday, we actually send out these emails and they go through to the different teams. So the Legends operational leader will send everything Legends-wise to the Legends team. And it'll have a breakdown of, okay, on Wednesday, they already know this is my role that I'm playing. I'm a kids crew five through six-year-old leader this Sunday. I'm leading the generosity moment. Here's the links to the PCO, the flow. Here's the links to the outline. Um, everything they need to know, they get on Wednesday. Yeah. Same for heroes, same for dreamers, same for registration. Um, for all of our areas, even Voo Buddies, everyone gets that Wednesday email right after that meeting. Once we've fixed anything that we need to fix, it goes straight to them. They know they're getting it, and those team leaders send it every week. So that person knows that if they have any questions, that's who they're reaching out to, um, which we were talking about, our team leader structure. And so for us, that's made all the difference. But also we have our Sunday flow. Trevor's passionate about our Sunday flow. Sunday. It starts with our team huddles. That's it. And I think we've been talking about culture this whole time, and I think that... Um, your huddles are an opportunity to set a culture with your leaders in the room. So that's really your opportunity for allow new, like, new individuals to, to get up on stage. Like we said, we don't practice on people, and we, and we truly believe that with our kids as well. So we use our huddles where we can take a, a stable like Dante and, and then somebody where we're ready, who we think is ready for the stage in our Legends room. And we, we use this as an opportunity where we can try them out and see, like, hey, like, how are they? Are they comfortable on stage? Like, do they, do they need the little things like, hey, when you're talking on the mic, like, make sure it's in the right position like those tiny little advice all the way to like hey like you don't have to be nervous like you can lean into this like it's already in your heart you've been serving for eight weeks like we're ready to like try you out an offering it's a five minute thing and it's good so we're going to try you on and huddle with a bunch of you the people that you're doing life with and 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 we're going to get each other excited right it's about getting everybody on the same path it's not only the wednesday meetings it's not only the monday phone calls but everything is about making sure that we all have one vision and, and obviously the vision comes down from it, it starts with Jesus is our message. So if we're starting with that and everything starts with that, those meetings start with that, everything kind of just follows. So the energy should be there. Like, I think that so many times we would think that this isn't necessary. Like, right, we'll just go into, we'll just go into our run-through and we won't start with a huddle. But sometimes it's really, really hard to get poured out if you ain't got nothing in you. So you walking into Sunday and you're like, all right, I'm ready to serve. Not, right? Like, you're, you're serving the first session and you ain't sat through a, a fire message yet. You ain't got the Holy Ghost in you and you're like, the whole Spirit's lost me and I don't even know. Right? Like, you take five minutes to get people to huddle and they're going to get their attention on something. And then you allow somebody who 
who has a 35, 60 minute little word on their heart. You have no idea who in that room is going to catch a revelation. You want to know what? My life is bad, but but I got a group of people around me that are ready to speak life. So like these huddles are not just like, hey, we're all here. Who's here? Check. You're here. Check. No, like we have a flow to just our huddles. Like we're going to do certain things in this next five minutes to make sure that our hearts are right. So when we're receiving kids, because let me tell you something, your heart ain't right when a kid walks through the door. You're going to get it real quick. Like they're going to make sure. Like how was your week? It was bad. Well, it's worse now. Just get like try to serve empty and then get punched. Like it's not a thing you want to do. So like we make sure that together as a team, we're here. And, and we're moving forward from those team huddles with a culture that we set from the moment that Sunday starts. I love Sundays. Ooh, you better, like, we're going to talk about Sundays, so I'm going to... Uh, Trevor, he leads some hype team huddles on Sundays, if you can't tell. Um, so calm all the time. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm in a zen. I've been at kids' conference, and this has been me the whole time, no sitting way. in a chair. No way. My voice is raspy all the time. It's not because I've been screaming for 24 hours or anything. <laughs> Trevor and Dante have both been leading in kids' conference. You would be blown away by what's going on in there. It's been really special. But yeah, our team huddles have made all the difference. We pick, choose two different leaders every week, so different people feel like they're a part, feel like they're speaking into it. It's not just team leaders. Servant leaders, they get to lead those things, get people together that hour before service, really rally them. But also right after that, we do our full run-throughs. We, we do full run-throughs just like we do in main service. And, and really quick to, to kind of take up one step back, like if you're trying to figure out like, well, how do I get somebody invested in this? Well, showing an investment is I've been serving for four weeks and then all of a sudden somebody approaches me and says, hey, what do you think about doing huddle? Now, they've been watching for four to eight weeks. Somebody do a huddle, and they're like, wait a second. You think I could do that? And immediately what you'll see is they'll start to doubt what you've already seen. And if you can speak to what you've seen in them, now all of a sudden they're not just invested on a Sunday. Now they're, now you're calling them on a Wednesday and you're like, hey, you're going to do huddle this week. So now what it is is it's a touch point during the week. Like, wait, they, they care about what I have to say. They care about my input. And what you'll see is you'll start to see that, that people get invested because you're speaking to the fact that like, hey, I, I want you to do this in a huddle, and then as you start to work through, run through, and then it moves from a huddle to like, a, hey, I want you to do offering verse next week. What do you think about that? You will immediately get a no. I guarantee you the first time you speak into somebody, they're gonna be like, no, oh, you really think I'm ready for that? And that's like the door. They're just like, come on, please speak a little life into me. Like, are you, are you really? Because my Monday just beat me up. My Tuesday told me I wasn't good enough. My Wednesday, I was already like, I'm really looking forward to that. But you're telling me I'm worth something? So like, if you're looking for those checkpoints where you want people to get invested in your kids' ministry, and and you want it to be a thing where, like, you're not dragging people in to serve, but but you're speaking the, the fact that they have a role in every part of Sunday. Like, that's what this is all about. It's like, hey, you're doing huddle, and then during run-through, we're seeing who's invested. Like, okay, you've been here for two months straight, like, and you people come around for community, and if you're not realizing that they're there, like, there's a big back door that they'll walk out of. And like, if you keep speaking life and keep raising up leaders, th that's how our team gets big. Our team gets big because we're real good at looking at people and saying, you want to know what? There is a potential in you and I, I would love for you to try this out. And then they crush it. So then when you go and you're like, hey, I'm ready for you to do main message. And they're like, what? Yeah, like, like we want you to give the main message. They're like, you mean preach? If that's what you want to call it, we need you up there for 15 minutes and giving the word. What do you think about that? And then, like, it's about bringing people on the journey. It's about doing this together. So that run-through is, is just essential because we don't practice on people, and we believe that. Like, yeah. we, we said it how many times now? Because just because they're kids, we can't just expect that, listen, 
I learned this when I was in Teach for America. Ready? I'm going to share a teacher secret with you. This is not a ministry secret. This is a teacher secret. Ready? <laughs> if you ain't got a plan for kids, boy, they got a plan for you. So you, <laughs> that run through ain't, that run through is so that you make sure, wait, we got an hour and 15 minutes with them. If you ain't got one minute scheduled, that's the minute that your room's like, bah! and you're like, ha! You're like, somebody tell them to come pick up their kid. You want to know when you're doing it? Like, that's, that's what the run-through is about. It's like, did we cover 100 and, uh, what is it? An hour and 15 minutes? Great. We need to make sure we covered 130. Because if Pastor Rich feels the Holy Ghost and wants to take it over on the 1215, like, we need to make sure we have our bases covered. So that run-through, make sure that everything is there. Everybody is there. You know, if somebody's running late, hello, Miami traffic. Like, do we have somebody for the offering verse? Oh, we do because you did it last week. Great. We're believing that you, God's calling you on the spot you stepping up yes i am like it's just opportunity after opportunity to be great yeah it's great um i i love um i love that we get to do team huddles and run through because we really get to see you get to know who's there um an hour before their call time is that hour before so they're preparing and getting ready and so you will know on the spot who's not at team huddle so if something were to happen you're already prepared, like Trevor said, to call on someone else to fill that role. And obviously, we want to make sure that every role is filled and that the kids are getting poured into and that it's not something that seems last minute by any means, but that we really run through everything and that every person who's going, uh, who has a role is going to be a part of that. But then um, really for our curriculum, we, um, we write a lot of our curriculum, but we pull it from different places, which is um, really cool. We don't actually create our own videos. Created a few. Lady has starred in them. She's the best. Space Ranger's easy. Um, but we really don't create um, um, our own videos and all of that yet, but we love to play those and really have a theme. And so a lot of times we're pulling from Elevation, different churches, um, really pulling from their main ideas and their videos, um, being able to play those, but then our team writes curriculum throughout the week. And it's been really cool just to see that, um, that that's another way that people feel like their voice is a part of it is we allow people to write curriculum. We raise up leaders and say, you, you'd like do a really good job at this. Do you, do you, would you ever feel like you would want to write some of the curriculum for VU Kids? And they're blown away that they actually get the opportunity to write a message and not just to share it on Sunday, but to send it to the team of people that's sharing it in six different services. So what they're writing is not just being shared maybe by them. Sometimes it's not even being shared by them. Maybe the week that they wrote it, it's someone else doing the main message. But it's really special to see that um, people feel um, really excited and passionate about VU Kids because they're the ones getting to be a part of writing that curriculum or they've chosen to be a part of the um, creative team. Um, but really within that, we have our curriculum, but then we also have um, with that our service flow yeah. that breaks down from that full run through. You want to talk us yeah. through like our full service flow, that legend service flow and heroes. You, re you ready notes? Because I know this is why everybody's like, all right, give us your service flow. <laughs> Let's figure this out. All right, so. We, all of our curriculum and all of our service flow is all planned out and it's like a plug. Like we take Elevation or we take, we'll take Think Orange, but then it, it needs to fit our culture. And I think that's what's huge. It's like, I pull as a teacher from so many different things, but when you walk in my room, it has to be Mr. Richie or your kids are going to be able to tell. So it has to be VU Church. Yeah. So it has to be from somebody who's speaking the culture and speaking the values. And, and, and so giving people that opportunity to speak into something, it makes them feel a part of the big church. So then as so as we start to write curriculum, um, obviously they're filling in our kind of our service flow. So it starts where our 
our belief is that our room should be building the kids up for the next room. Yeah. So our dreamers, you're about to be two. We're making sure that like we're we're transitioning to you so that you can move into heroes. But then heroes, by the time you're about to age out of heroes, like you should be ready to sit through a service because we we've you're we're calling you a leader already in heroes like you're four years old but you're a leader and there's two year olds behind you that needs you to see see you sit and crisscross applesauce and like see you do the memory verse and so as they move into our legends it's a full service like no joke it mimics our main service and the whole key to that is there should not be kids should not go from kids ministry and walk into main service at 12 years old and be like hold up what what is but no, like it should be like, oh, I've done this before. You're like, this is the God that you like. We need to start giving kids the God that like we like our services, right? We like our, our worship time and like, oh, I'm getting the Holy Ghost today. Got my three songs. They done hit me with the fast one and then they hit me with two slow ones. I'll be feeling it right now. Like I'm hitting the kids with the same thing. Like you're going to like God's going to touch them the same way he's touching us. So like yeah. we really do value that. Like as we move down the service flow, you're going to see that it mimics a main service so well. So we start off, the kids come in, they get a kid's countdown. They got a little video, they do got a little dance. We make sure that we line them up before. Our big thing is, is we make sure we do the bathroom right up front. You better go to the potty. Your mommy take you to the potty in the last 35 minutes, great, you going right now. Like we, because we noticed that like, if you set the culture, we're like, we need you in service. It's just like a main service. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that everybody was dismissed and we all got the pastoral blessing. Like, we walking up out of here after, oh, I got my Holy Ghost, I'm leaving. Like, no, like, there's an expectation in kid service too. Like, you need to be there and you need to make sure that you're catching the whole service. So we bring them to the bathrooms. We hit them with our VU kid values. We have five values that the kids know. They're like, mm, my helping hands. I got my my... What is the other one? Listening ears, humble heart, positive attitude. We have like, and we go through them and we explain them why, but they're also attached to like rules. It's like hiding rules in kids ministry. I'm sorry, you just hit somebody. Are those helping hands or hitting hands? Like, right, like uh, you have a kind mouth, right? That means God gave you one mouth and two ears. So you should be listening twice as much as you talk. So why are you talking while Mr. Trevor's on stage talking? Like, you know, like hiding the rules inside of our values so that the kids can be like, you're right, it should be my kind mouth. Let me put a bubble in it, all right? So after the rules, we bring them down. They get so excited. And we literally, bam, we're in two worship songs. Like, we sing it. We got dancers on stage. They hallelujah. And they're like over there like. And they, I'm trying every week. I'm like, yes, this is Mr. Trevor's favorite, not favorite part, right? And so they have dance motions. And then they sit. And then we have two people come up on stage, our offering host and our main host. So we have speaking roles, our offering host, host, and then our main message. So offering host is that person who comes up with the host at the beginning, and that's all about offering. Like we're teaching our kids that like, we come from a place where we give. It's better to give than receive. Well, it's real hard to do that when they're 13 and they don't, don't have any idea what that means. You're like, no, you should give. And they're like, what? So we have a full-on offering. Like buckets passed, bow your head, God pressed down, shaking together, like we, the whole thing, right? And once they give their offering, you should see these kids like coming in with their quarter, like, what up, Mr. Trevor? <laughs> See this? I'm putting it in that bucket. I'm like, put the quarter in, don't take the dollar out. Just pass it down the line. Do the offering, and then after we get out, um, off of our offering, then the kids come back up, and we worship again, and then they, they're doing the whole thing again. Like, this is great. So a key to catching there, a teacher thing, is notice that they were playing, they were worshiping, 
They were sitting no more than about 10 minutes. Now they're back up worshiping. We always want to make sure that like they're moving and doing something different every 10 to 15 minutes. And we're stretching their attention span. The, the key is don't let them do anything longer than how old they are per minute. Right, so if I got five-year-olds in the room, I'm probably looking at a five-minute attention span. Now I got 12, so I'm gonna cut that right in the middle, eight to nine minutes, we should be having our kids move, doing something different. So after we do our third worship song, they have a seat, we move into, oh boy. Main point. Main point, main virtue, video. I was like, whoa, what have we been doing over there? A whole lot of, not that. Main point, main virtue, and the video. So that's where we pull from our other content. That's what that person who's writing curriculum gets delivered in their, in their, their lap. Here's your virtue, your main point of the week, and the video that everything needs to align to. And so that we'll get from somewhere else. But because you don't need to reinvent the wheel. The Bible is great. Main points that are pulled from the Bible that are biblically solid, use them. Videos that are, that are biblically strong, use them but make sure that the content reflects your culture so that the kids don't walk into your main service and go, huh, I see a difference here, because it's one church. Even though we're our youth or our kids' ministry, it is still VU Church. And, and I think that sometimes that gets, those lines get mixed where like they're, they're they become separate entities and they shouldn't. It, it's all under the same leadership. So after we do our main point, our main virtue, we go into our takeaway term. And so once we do our memory verse and our takeaway term, we, we always give them a, a verb or a noun or an adjective, yeah. a word. Wow. But like it's, it's a word that's going to be tied to the passage that we're teaching on. Yeah. So um, uh, we talked about the fruit of the spirit last week. We talked about what a fruit is. Like people are like, oh, yeah, fruit, apple, easy. It's like, oh, no, it's, it's actually something that comes from a plant that, develop, that produces additional fruit and seed. Yeah. And so then you talk about how you can plant the, the spirits of the fruit and other people by using the fruits of the spirit that God already gave you. Yeah. And so like we use these, these terms and then we go into our main message. So when we teach this main message, like Trevor said, it's a 15 minute message. We don't want to really go past that 15 minutes. It's super engaging, like yeah. to the point where I'm like getting up. He never stays on the stage, but like we're getting up, we're asking them. It's call to action. We're always doing something so that they stay focused on us. Like we have to control the entire room, yeah. like the entire room. It's like, hey, bubble in your mouth. Boom. You're not talking anymore. And then I say, hey, uh, anybody like fruit? What's your favorite fruit? Everyone yells at me a fruit. It's, it's going through that and making sure that everyone, I don't want to fall. And so once we do the main message and then we, we go back, we have the salvation. If you, it's the most important part of service. The yeah. salvation is the absolute most important part of service. Um, if you don't get to the offering, if you don't get to the, the welcome, make sure you get to the salvation. Let these kids know that Jesus loves them yeah. and that he's with them everywhere they, they go um, in yeah. any situation. Um, once we do that, we always have a time for reflection for them, and we call those our kids' crews. Uh, just like yeah. as adults, we have our, our boo crews where we get to meet up and do life with one another, our friends. We offer that same opportunity for our kids in our ministry. Uh, we, wanna, we want them to know that we want them to be friends. We want them to hang out with one another, and we want them to, to talk about what's going on inside of them. And it's yeah. a safe space. Like they may have, Pastor Rich says this all the time, like you may have a lot of enemies in this world, people who don't like you, but man, in this room right here, yeah. nothing but friends around you. Yeah. 
nothing but absolute friends around you. And that's how it is in our rooms. We want those kids to know that we love them, that the people that are around them love them. And that's why we have the values to protect that love and to protect those kids while they're sharing and opening up. Because it's not easy, man. Like we as adults have a hard time opening up about how we feel and being transparent. And so I can't imagine kids who don't know how to put that into verbiage uh, have have such a, a hard time doing it around people that they don't see a whole lot. But um, offering that, that time where we get to honor each other um, because we don't honor is our calling. We honor up, we honor down, we honor all around. Uh, we don't honor people just because we do it. We honor people because we're honorable people. Yeah. And we teach that to these kids that everywhere they go, they should be honoring. You go to, you go to dinner with your parents, honor the waiter. You go, you go to school, pff, honor your teacher, right? Even if you don't even like them, just honor them because that's, that's literally gonna put your words in front of the actions that you start to take on. Like, I love this, thing. like, I love what we do in this kids' ministry, and there's no, like, can't kick me off this team. I, you can't, like, there's nothing you can do to make me stop coming back every Sunday. I promise you that. That's great. Thank you so much for walking us through this service slow. Um, really, yeah, two-man job. But really, like Dante said, our kids' crews are a huge part of it, and in that, we do have different moments so that they're always kind of doing diff different things, so there's an activity they get to discuss. Each kid's crew is different depending on their age, so 9 through 11s, they're doing more discussion-based. They're doing prayer and praise re um, requests and reports that they're writing down, turning in cards. They're honoring each other. They're actually taking a moment not just to honor outside of it, but they take a moment to honor someone in their kid's crew. Um, so it's really special that we get to teach that, but really all of the service is intentional and all of it plays a huge part of just seeing, um, seeing our kids grow and seeing them engage and seeing them um, really become the future world changers that God's called them to be. And so we're, um, that's really why we call it, it's not babysitting, it's leadership, leadership development, development because we are so passionate. Um, obviously, uh, we love kids and it sounds like a lot of structures and processes, but really for us, it's made all the difference in just making VU Kids happen, making it the best it can be, having kids feel like, wow, this is incredible. Even though we are loading into a cafeteria and we've got just a few walls, they feel like, wow, I've got a full service, whether I'm in Heroes or Legends. I've got people that love me and are speaking life over me and are teaching me so many different things. And there's so it's really cool just to see um, just how they how they're growing over the years just in three years there's kids that have come along and they they've grown so much and they learn so much obviously um we we say that we partner with parents so we want to do this journey with them we know that it takes a village to raise these little ones and Preach. so we just thank them all the time that we get to be a part of that village and so we tell them every week hey we're partnering with you here's your parent cue here's everything we're learning you can look this up online you can check it in your email all that partnering with them however we can help you um and however um, we can really just partner to make um, each Sunday and, uh, and their days throughout the week the best that they can possibly be. Um, but we're so thankful, really, that we got the opportunity to just talk with you guys and share. I don't know what time is it? Okay, perfect. So we're, we'll, I know you guys are going to go grab some dinner. We'll stick, we're going to stick around here for just a little bit. And if you have any questions, any thoughts, anything um, that you thought about while we were sharing, feel free to ask us. We're always here to answer any questions. But um, thank you guys for being a part of the breakout. We're excited that, um, to see you the rest of VU Conference. Love you. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with friends. It helps so much. 
For more content from VU and to connect with us, go to vuchurch.com. We love you. The best is yet to come.